going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly episode 80. This is episode 80. Uh, in year two, I'm going to tell you guys straight off at the start of this podcast, I am operating like at 60%. I have been sick since the last podcast, actually, because I wasn't, I had to take medicine during the last podcast. We cut it out, but you guys didn't notice that. Um, uh, it's been a crazy week in Texas. Uh, I know, Clay, you've had some issues. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> to say the yeah. least. Yeah, I didn't have any crazy issues besides being really sick. I was fortunate enough to be one of the people that didn't have my power cut out. Um, it did cut out for like an hour or so, but that was something at our our house. But um, for the most part, man, everything was pretty, pretty good for me besides like, but I didn't get to enjoy the snow or anything like that. Like it fucking sucked. Like I was sick the whole time. Well, see, and that's the thing that I've, I've seen a lot of people uh, equated to as far as like, you know, the that first day, I will say that first day, there was like a 30 minute period where my power went off and on like five times within that 30 minutes. But since then I've had power, but like me and Abby, we went downstairs, we played in the snow a little bit. I made my very first snow angel, like on that Monday, we had fun. Like, you know, it was just fun, you know, having that much snow by the third day. We were like, yeah, fuck the snow. This is, this is stupid. And We've had no water. Um, we are now going on five days with no water. Uh, I just got back from my parents' house taking showers and everything. We've been like washing ourselves off with like baby wipes mixed with soap. It's gross. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, it it's freaking crazy. And they said I won't have water until like Monday or Tuesday. But I, I doubt it'll even take that long. I think it'll take longer. Yeah, dude, that's insane. So I didn't have to deal with any of that. My uh, grandmother and my aunt, though, had to come over here um, because it was just uh, they lost power and everything. So they came and stayed with us for a few days, which was pretty crazy. Um, But yeah, man, for the most part, like it was uh, it was pretty nuts, man. Like I've been sick. Like, I don't know what is going on with me. Like I warned Clay before this podcast even started that. Uh, I might just have to cut it like midway through because I haven't been able to sit in front of computer screens. Like, I don't know what it is. I had a massive panic attack on Sunday night, which is something that is relatively new to me in my life. Like, I've never really suffered from anxiety or anything like that. And uh, having a panic attack, I was just like, this fucking sucked. So like, yeah, man. Um, So I was sick. I've been bedridden. I've been able to watch a lot of anime, um, but that's essentially it. Like I have not been able to play games or get in. uh, I've been able to play Animal Crossing because it's so just such a chill game. Everything other than that, man, can't do shit. Like it fucking sucks. But I do want to go ahead and just jump into this podcast so we can kind of just go ahead and touch on this. Snyder Cut. Did you watch the trailer? Because it came out. I ended up watching it. I really did. And what'd you think of it? I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Of course, we had seen a total of, I think, 15, 30, 45 seconds of the um, two minute, 10 second trailer because of the small teases that we were getting every single day. But it still flowed great. We got the full um, you know, score, or not the full score, but, you know, just the score of the Justice League theme, everything looked nice. And a lot of people are like shitting on just because it's very cool. Uh, You know, we were talking about it in your Discord. It's cool to shit on Snyder and everything that he touches, which, I mean, it's fine or whatever. 
but people, a lot of people are, are very upset that um, Darkseid is not wearing any blue um, and that he's not like vibrant and mm-hmm. like metallic looking. Um, and that goes for the majority of like apparently Snyder's movies or just like just the Justice League altogether. And I'm just like, we've already seen this part of his universe. Why would it change at all? You know? Yeah. But other than that, I really enjoyed what I saw. And of course, everybody's fucking talking about the last five seconds of that trailer, mm-hmm. which um, I had no clue. The we live in a society thing was literally attached to Joker mm-hmm. in some form of capacity of capacity. Um, but that's what like made it very meta, which I had no yeah. clue. Um, but I, I think the uh, what's what's the word i'm looking for the um the way he acted that line the way he i I can't think of the word uh but said it yeah the way he said it uh i know there's a word for it it's like at the tip of my Mm -hmm. tongue i don't know why uh but he he his performance was really well done in that small little snippet that we got so i think i'm gonna enjoy it i think i i mean i enjoy the dceu under snyder anyway so this is just gonna be really really fun for me yeah i feel like i feel like if i wasn't sick right now i'd be a lot more animated in this with my opinions but i feel like i'm very tame right now but in in the sense like the trailer did nothing for me like i've i've been one of the people that i feel like I don't know. I think Snyder fans are going to love this, obviously, because it's what they've been wanting for. I would be surprised uh, what the reviews I would like to see is Snyder fans that have been super excited about it that don't think it's great. You know what I mean? They're like, it was good, but like it wasn't what I was expecting. I would I'd be like because, you know, I think people have bias and I think people are going to be like, it's amazing no matter what. You know, I would love to see the people that are thinking that it's going to be amazing that think it's just good or they were expecting more or whatever. I'd be very interested in seeing that. But um, yeah, it, it did nothing for me personally, um, just because, you know, I'm not super excited for the Snyder Cut. I'm interested in seeing it, but the trailer didn't wow me in any way. It's a lot of stuff I've already seen. Um, and then, of course, there was more CGI. People had problems with like cyborg CGI. I didn't really care about any of that. Uh, although with the Joker stuff, though, I will say I rolled my eyes with the we are a society thing. And the reason why I rolled my eyes at it is because Snyder went with one. I think he's doing that to like, oh, it was a big thing because of the Joker movie. But at the same time, he used the meme version and not the actual like what was said in the actual movie. Mm -hmm. Because in the movie, it says what do you get in a society is the, if I'm not mistaken, is the actual quote from the movie that he never says we live in a society he says, what do you get in a society when you get a, like whatever loner and a blah, 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 blah. And then he kills what's his face. And that's what it was. So like taking the meme version of it and putting it in the movie, I just kind of rolled my eyes. I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, but I will say Leto look cool. And uh, when he says Batman, that was kind of cool. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that it's almost as if he was emphasizing the old hyphen that used to be in Batman's title. Because it used to be Batman. Um, 
So I, I think that is kind of a cool callback if that is true. Yeah. And for anybody who has watched the trailer, I've said this on other podcasts that we were talking about this. There's a moment where you see Cyborg and he looks really weird because of like the way the CGI looks or whatever. I'm just going to say that is a red herring. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like we're getting another trailer March 8th. And it is quite possible that you will see what he is supposed to look like in that small part. So just letting you know, just look forward to that. I will say his true self or his real version that you're supposed to see there is already out there into the internet. So if you want to look it up, you can, or if you would like to wait, you can also. So nice, nice. Uh, yeah. So that's all the Snyder cut stuff. I think the Joker was the biggest thing, obviously. Um, uh, today uh, it was announced that it is being released worldwide. So, Oh yeah. yeah. You're going to be able to buy it like right away. Right. Um, well, the, uh, cause it said digital download. Oh, yeah, assuming that's meaning you could buy it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's good. I'm glad that there, everybody's gonna be able to see it and not have to get screwed over because HBO max is not in, you know, other countries. Um, another big thing that you sent to me this morning was in the flash, we're going to be getting Supergirl, which obviously we could talk about that because it's involving Batman. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, interesting. Especially since it is, she is Colombian. Yeah. Uh, okay. She is a person of color. Um, a lot of people are already saying a lot of shit stuff about it. Um, they can go fuck themselves. But um, you also have to remember these are aliens, Kryptonians. They don't really exist in our world, so everybody can chill the fuck out. But also, because they are Kryptonian... The color of their skin doesn't really freaking matter, you know? Uh, And then a lot of people are bringing up, is this Henry Cavill's Supergirl that we saw in the pod that, or we didn't even see her in the pod, but we saw that there was a open pod in Man of Steel. Um, And if people remember, there was a, um, I never got the chance to read it, but there was a prequel comic basically stating that the person that was in that pod was going to be Supergirl. Um, But because of everything that's going on in the Flash movie, we don't know if this is like the DCEU Supergirl or a Supergirl from a different world or a different Earth or whatever. So, Yeah, I'm very, uh, very interested to see what we're going to get. Um, It was a nice little wholesome video that they showed of her actually being like uh, told that she got it. I think that was pretty awesome. Uh, And yeah, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this. Uh, But since we are speaking of the Batman that was in Batman 89, who is going to be in that Flash movie, we also found out we're getting a Batman 89 comic book that is going to be a digital release. And I don't know how I feel about that. It is the direct sequel to um, 89 and quite possibly Batman Returns. Um, It is continuing the story. It's not just like a random like, hey, we're going to have a Batman 89 book. Um, huh it you is think supp- this is going to connect to the flash um it would be interesting if it did um i think that would be the first time that they try to connect um uh, movies via comic yeah you know it's it's one thing to like uh to progress a comic book but to connect two movies with one comic book would be interesting uh yeah because on the opposite side of that and we don't have to go into much detail 
but uh superman uh 78 is another one that yeah. uh, came out along or is coming out alongside it but i will say looking at the art it does look pretty cool um joe quinn quinones or i can't remember i can't pronounce his last name um He's drawn some really awesome Batman the Animated Series style art. Um, And so to put him on here, I think is really, really cool. We see that we are going to get the progression of characters that were introduced in Batman 89. Like we are going to get Two-Face because he's already been uh, featured on a cover. It looks like we're going to be getting a Robin in that universe. Uh, It's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know exactly how I feel about it, but I know for me personally, I always support the digital first. So it is something that I'm going to be picking up. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what we get um, with that. Uh, Yeah, I'm very interested to see if they are going to try to connect it to to the movie at all. You know what I mean? Because there are sometimes that they they do try to do these things or just to get get a little bit of extra bucks, you know, be like, oh yeah, if you want to see the prequel to this movie, go check out the digital first or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, if it's just an extra sequel and something different and cool they want to do, I'm down for it. I'm, I'm totally down to read it and we'll cover it here on the podcast. But uh, yeah, for the most part, that is really all of the news that came out this week. We didn't get a lot of uh, entertainment news. Um, yeah, honestly, the Snyder Cut was the biggest thing. Besides the Supergirl thing that just dropped. Yeah. Was there anything, anything else? We haven't got shit for the Batman movie in so long. Yeah, well... <laughs> Speaking of, I don't know if you've seen this, um, and everybody should just know that it's all for the memes, and none of it is true whatsoever. Um, there was this, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know if it was necessarily, hey, I'm gonna create a meme, or if it's just one of those super serious people that hates uh, Pattinson because mm-hmm. he took over Ben Affleck's job or whatever, but. There's this post going around that Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz had sex on the Batmobile and they both got fired from the movie. And uh, Matt Reeves was so angry that he has decided not to work on Batman 2 and 3 and he will no longer be working on the Batman if there is further uh, cinematography that needs to be taken. So, yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome, though. That would be (laughs) the best thing to ever happen, ever. Yeah, I got fired from Batman for fucking Zoe Kravitz on the Batmobile. Like, that'd be the most down-ass thing ever. It was was making its rounds around Twitter, and I just couldn't stop laughing. Um, Just the way it's written, there's all these different, like, grammatical errors and everything else. But just the way it's stated, it just sounded really, really funny. But yeah, if you guys hear anything about Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz fucking on the Batmobile, it's not true. I feel like if Zoe Kravitz wasn't married and fucking Pattinson, if they both read that one time, they're like, let's fucking do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Pattinson's a down-ass dude. Like, he's a down-ass dude. Like, you go see some of the articles and shit he's, like, about. So, like, and Zoe Kravitz is all, like, fucking... Her her parents are out there, you know, her fucking uncle's out there with Jason Momoa and all that shit or whatever the hell he is. Um, so, yeah, like that shit is fucking hilarious. Or stepdad. Stepdad, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, uh, Momoa is her stepdad. Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah, that should be funny. 
but that'd be so down, dude. That would be the craziest thing fucking ever, dude. Yeah, I got fired for, for fucking Zoe Kravitz on the Batmobile. Like, Jesus. That is a Batman Catwoman thing to do, though. Why would they get fired? <laughs> like, we were just fucking character. What do they call it? Um, it's not called role playing, but it's, you know, what do they call it? Uh, method acting. Yeah. You're just method acting, yo. So, yeah, that is all the uh, stuff we have for entertainment. You know, very quick stuff. But we do have a bunch of comic books to get to. Uh, what do you want to start with? Just next Batman? What were your thoughts on this? Did you read everything? I read everything this week. Okay. Um, what did you think of next Batman? The next Batman. Ah, oh, man. It, like, there is some, some parts of this I actually felt like, okay, it's getting somewhere. I kind of like this. But then you read the dialogue and it just doesn't hit. You know, I yeah. think it was... Um, I just don't know if I haven't found, you know, cause everybody has, well, not everybody. Cause I've just learned that not everybody has voices in their head whenever they read, but whenever I'm reading Batman, of course, we all have Kevin Conroy in our head for Batman's voice. Yeah. For Jace, like, I don't want Jace in my head mm-hmm. when I'm reading Batman, but I don't know. I don't have a voice for him. And so because of that, I still don't know what kind of character he is. You know, the the car scene or whatever, okay. It's just very weird to have a Batman that looks so futuristic and be so like Jason Todd street level. Yeah. You know, stealing cars, uh, doing what he can to like, uh, just get through the city. Like, it just feels weird. This isn't Batman, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with it. Like I said, we got a little bit of um, flashback that kind of should suggest what he was in prison for or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he DUI'd this, right? Drunking, drunk driving and yeah. hit somebody is what I'm assuming. Because... There's a moment in here when he is driving a stolen car trying to get these people to the GCPD so they wouldn't be killed by the magistrate. And he almost hits a woman and he swerves out of the way. But if I'm not mistaken, it like flashes into another panel, right? And it's somebody else. Yeah. And he's like, not again or something like that. Um, And then so I can assume that he killed somebody or at least injured them really badly. Um and yeah, so we get a little bit of that. He does end up, uh, he fucking batarangs his mom, which that came no, out wrong. No, not batarangs, shurikens. Oh, yeah, <laughs> shurikened his mom. Um, batarang and your mom, that's a porno title. Um, but let's see, we got freaking, and then he gets, so he Batman gets the wife because we see in the comic book that the, the husband kills himself to save his wife. And um, we have this moment where this cop, which I'm debating whether this is corny or kind of badass, because this cop is like, hey, is that suit bulletproof? And he's like, yeah, it's this, this and that. And she just shoots him point blank. And she's like, all right, nobody can tell me I didn't do my job. And I was like, is that corny or was that awesome? Like, I can't really tell. I, I can I can get where he's going with it. And I'm totally OK with it. It's mm-hmm. just. It felt very, like, because of everything else that's going on, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if it also, 
was the fact that like the art didn't really look all that great here. Yeah. And maybe like if it had a little better art, I'd be like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, for sure. I can agree with that. Um, And then, yeah, for the most part, then we get a little like Jace goes to see his family or his mom that he just should have kind in the hospital. And everybody else is like, what the fuck are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. Like, we don't know a lot about Luke Fox because like it's funny because he's had series. But I feel like we still don't really know a lot about Luke Fox. But this comic's making Luke Fox look like a dick. Like a hardcore dick. Oh, yeah. Like the whole like, oh, you guys give him everything he wants. What is this whole Jace thing? You need to like leave it alone. He's Tim to me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I guess that's a good thing in the sense of like the way we are complaining about Luke is that we are somewhat on Jace's side or so it seems. And that's, yeah, that's what the true. whole point is is to make jace this good guy because he is batman um Mm -hmm. and that goes right into the uh conversation of what jace and his mother are having in the hospital is you know you know he's trying to say hey batman's just doing what he's doing you know he's trying to help people and she's like no you know if you're gonna do good you don't need a mask to do it yeah Um, and i mean it's it's so weird to have that stance in a world of superheroes, because this is the future of that world with superheroes, you know? Yeah. And I, in a weird way, is this all Clark's fault for revealing his identity and he doesn't wear a mask, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, that would be really weird. Um, that would be interesting if they actually tried to do something with that fucking storyline. But, for real? you know, um, yeah, I guess we'll, you know, we'll never know unless, I mean, they go into that in the next Batman um and then we had two stories at the end didn't give a shit about those nope so didn't uh nothing really happened in them either um so we'll move on from there to catwoman what did you think of catwoman catwoman was still solid um i love the art still otter schmidt is killing it here uh i did like the kind of flashback slash nightmare of his funeral of Bruce Wayne's funeral. Um, yeah. But I will say at that moment um, with the whole flashback funeral thing, um, Selena didn't really sound like Selena there. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess this is a Selena that is very much like in the relationship with Bruce at that point, you know? So yeah. that's probably why, because we've had so many comics veer away from what Tom King was trying to do. You know, we haven't really had that. So bringing it back full circle here, it was nice. I love the visual of like the giant Batman kind of like overshadowing her and things like that. I think that was really, yeah. really cool. Um, Onomatopoeia was literally here for no reason. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. He He was here as a body to to help with this with the soldiers and everything but for the most part didn't do anything um the reunion between batman and catwoman was really nice uh and i mean i think they attempted to connect the stories between this and the and uh dark detective but it didn't really make sense because he's yeah. like oh yeah you know i i, I almost drowned and um, I, I was butchered by somebody who stitched me up, which was shown in the Dark Detective number one. Yeah. But like what happened between them? Because we're still getting that story in Dark Detective. 
how does that fit in him being captured, you know? And I don't yeah, know if yeah. we'll see that next week with the ending of the Dark Detective, but it that's that's the biggest hiccup I think they had in Future State. They should have had a linear story from the next Batman all the way to whatever the last Batman book is going to be next week. Mm-hmm. You know, so that way it tells one linear story with those individual characters. I think that's where they could have really sold a good story. But instead, they kind of just jumbled everything up. And yeah, we may have cool moments, but it's very incoherent. Yeah, for sure. I will also say the uh, funeral scene doesn't make sense. How would she not know he's dead? And why would there just be a bruised body there? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Like, because it, and the reason why I say that, in case anybody's curious, uh, they show an open casket. That's the problem. Had it not been open casket, then you could have been like, oh, she never saw the body. But I think, I think more so it's like just this like visual in her head. Because you see oh, Bruce okay. in the open casket with the bat symbol on the coffin. That's they, true. They wouldn't do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I think this is legitimately, like I said, a funeral slash nightmare because she is knocked out. And then that's the very next thing you see. Yeah, you know what? That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, I'm not thinking 100% right now. But uh, yeah, no, that was bad. I like the issue. Um, I thought it was a cool little thing. Uh, I did think it was kind of weird. But then I, I kind of understood where uh, Rambi was coming from. Because Selena doesn't leave with Bruce. Like, Bruce is like, I got to go off and fight the resistance. Or be part of the resistance or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they need a leader, essentially. And he was like, if you follow me, they're going to come after you. So he separates her like from the train and he's like, go with your, go with the kids, protect them, keep doing what you're doing and I'll do this. Um, So, you know, there was a cool little reunion. I thought, again, this is the kind of stuff you should be doing with Catwoman. She should be involved in heist. She should be pulling off shit like this. She shouldn't necessarily be fighting supernatural, crazy monsters all the time like she was in her past run. So, yeah, yeah, I thought this was awesome. Um, It was cool to see Talia doing something. Uh, Beardy Bruce is pretty awesome. Not going to lie. They should use it no, more. There, there was a moment here where you first see Bruce or like the bearded Bruce um, like get into some action. The yeah. play on his hair, the coat, and his beard made him look like he had the cowl on. When he's slamming somebody's head against the floor, um, if you look at the drawing, his mm-hmm. hair and coat or whatever he has on him uh, makes him look like he has like e- bat ears, which I thought looked really, really cool. Uh, I have to go through and look at it because I'm not finding it right now. Uh, yeah, it's on page 10. Page 10. Oh, shit. Okay, let me check this out. Let me check this out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. Yeah. Nice. That does look pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a solid because that series is done. Um, much like the next series we're going to talk about. I thought Catwoman was solid, but did Nightwing live up to your expectations? Nightwing did not, um, unfortunately. Um, there are moments that I really enjoyed. Um, it still had the the tone that we saw in the last issue. But he unfortunately almost fell in line of being the second in command again. Um, yeah. And he didn't keep that like almost Batman persona 
throughout mm-hmm. this issue. Um, you know, we do we did learn that this Peacekeeper Six actually was a victim of the Joker. Um, her parents were killed by the Joker, and yeah. basically the Peacekeepers took her and manipulated her mind and you know, built her up to be a soldier, which is very interesting. But the tone definitely shifted. Excuse me. The tone definitely shifted in Nightwing's voice altogether. Um, Not necessarily the book, but in Dick Grayson's voice. Um, It felt very off compared to what we saw last week or or last month. Um, I I liked the, the... I don't even know what you would call this, the Nightwing mobile, the bird mobile. Like, I don't know what name anybody has given this thing. Yeah. I dug it. It's cool looking. Um, yeah, it looked pretty cool. I mean, it gets fucked up immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said this last time because we got a small glimpse of like a headshot of it. I like Barbara's um, costume, the like pinkish purple um in her suit and she is Oracle. She is no longer Batgirl. So yeah, I don't like that, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, there, there is the huge debate right before future state of like, or not even debate, uh, uh, Tynan kind of teased that, you know, the two other Batgirls would probably get the name while she stayed Oracle. So I can yeah. see why, why he implemented that into this book. Um, the writer or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, it was still it was still a good book, but it didn't live up to the hype that I wanted it to be. You know, yeah, I could feel that. I could feel that. Yeah, I thought uh, we had some dynamic duo drops in here um, from Dick Grayson, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, yeah, I would have liked to seen Dick Grayson be more of a like making Jace his Robin mm-hmm. in this, but it did seem kind of like he he did treat him as an equal though, so I thought that was interesting. And, um, yeah, but I will say Nightwing did pull out a Batman move with those little nanobots. Which is really funny because the nanobots were something that Bruce is trying to figure out right now. And we know that he hasn't been able to crack the code in being able to manipulate them. And Dick Grayson has. So that's interesting. Yeah, and the thing is, too, it could also be because he has Barbara and everybody which again, I don't understand why Bruce wouldn't be working with them and why he wouldn't tell them he's alive. That's just one thing I just don't understand. Like, why would he let everybody think he's dead? You know what I mean? Like, it made sense in like Batman R.I.P. or whatever when he was trying to start like Batman International or Incorporated. But here it's just kind of like, dude, like people were taking over your city. Why wouldn't you get with your team? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that would have been if there was a resistance book and it was that team, that would have mm-hmm. been cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very um I'm curious about that, but overall, yeah, I would agree with you. It didn't keep the same intensity, but um I still enjoyed it. Thought it was cool. Um I would say I liked it as much as I liked Catwoman. So, go with from there. Um but yeah, so the last thing we have is we actually have Batman and Catwoman number three. Um, it had sex scenes in it, so I'm down. I already enjoyed it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for me. 
but uh, what do you think of this book? This one, I will say, some of the 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 like the voice for Dick Grayson, I felt was a little flat. But I understand this is a much older uh, Dick Grayson. He is commissioner, it looks like, and yeah. he is working with Helena Helena Wayne as Batwoman, uh, which I thought was. I wouldn't really, expect really cool. him to have that beard though. Yeah, I think that is just like well, actually, he does have the beard in Batman Beyond. So oh, okay, that is why I didn't question it. Uh, I think he looks great. I uh, it it very much works with what we've known Dick Grayson to do in his past because at one point he was a part of the Bloodhaven Police. Um, he did become a detective and all of that. So him being the commissioner of Gotham in this like weird Tom King. Uh, universe future is pretty yeah. cool. I enjoy that. Um, you know, there's a ton of people uh, talking about the uh, thong gate of Helena Wayne. Um, oh, yeah. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I don't understand. Like, they, they're they fed up with the sexualization of women in Tom King's books, uh, which is just weird to me. Like, every female superhero has skin tight like leather all of them yeah you cannot tell me all the men do too yeah and but and that's the that's the thing though like they aren't gonna question batman having his skin tight clothing they're not gonna question superman with his skin tight clothing um i think it's a very weird double standard um which I completely un- like. Don't get me wrong. I understand. It's like, oh, it's different for women. You know, you've done this for way too long, or whatever. Um, when they're the only superhero that I have known recently that has worked that without the quote unquote skin tight leather is for uh, Jessica Jones, the newer version of Jessica Jones, because she wasn't skin tight leather. Um, mm-hmm. in her old reiteration now she is like the private investigator um, with the hoodie and, and jeans or whatever and also wonder girl wonder girl has gone off and on uh, mm-hmm. in the dc universe uh, from either the skin tight leather suit all around or the uh, blue jeans with the crop top like it's gone off and on and almost every single time the dc wants to reboot or rebrand or whatever it always switches but those are the only two. I don't know any other female hero that doesn't have skin tight leather. So if you're going to get mad at Clayman for drawing that woman like that, we need to start getting upset about Wonder Woman. We need to start getting upset about the short skirt on Supergirl. Like you, you can't just decide, hey, I hate Tom King. So I'm going to call him out for every single thing that he does. It's kind of annoying and really, really fucking petty, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, my thing, too, is like the whole thing is when it's like this over sexualization of women usually comes with the fact that it's setting up unrealistic expectations for women, whereas obviously as men, we're not in the mental health debate enough, in my opinion. I think that men are obviously overlooked in that in that area. Everybody just thinks men should just be tough and get over it. And I think. If you don't think that Batman 
Superman and all of these other superheroes do not set unrealistic expectations, you're insane. You know how hard it is to get a physique like Batman? Like, fucking, you're not eating anything delicious for a long time. I could tell you that much. Uh, why do you think he eats cucumber sandwiches all the time? Because, like, <laughs> fuck, how do you keep those abs? Like, holy shit, this guy looks amazing in the fucking sunlight when Selena's crawling on top of him. I'm like, goddamn. Like, what the hell? And that's the thing that's in here, too. Like, a lot of the Tom King stuff where you see a sexy lady, it's usually followed up by a very sexy man. But nobody says shit about that. It's always just over-sexualization of women because I do think people, yeah, genuinely, genuinely hate Tom King's work or and they want to just call him out on this. But for the most part, we do see um, throughout this whole book, there is a conversation between Helena Wayne and Selena going on. Selena's just talking about like, oh, hey, your father left me all the money. When I die, it's all going to you. So, you know, you have that look to look forward to. Um, and then she's, but Helena's just like, hey, somebody died in Florida. They think it's the Joker. Uh, Dick Grayson's taking over jurisdiction there. I'm going to be helping with it. And so we have this story going on. And um, hey, guys, fanboy Clay here. Um, we actually had to cut the episode short. Um, Juice did not feel well. Um, recently, I have spoken to him. He uh, he's fine. Uh, nothing too serious. Um, he is actually uh, going to see a doctor very soon. Um, just wanted to be cautious. Um, right now, he is having, you know, just uh, I I technically don't know exactly what he uh, has or anything, but he has said that he just feels. Um, very tired and worn out after being in front of a computer for so long. And so I wanted to come in here and finish up the review of Batcat number three. Uh, he said he will come in later on, most likely next week when we do the show or um, on another podcast or whatever. Um, he's going to give his thoughts or his final thoughts here about uh, Batcat number three. But I did want to come in here and just, uh, you know, basically tell you guys or, you know, tell how the the rest of the book went. You know, the whole thing with Helena Wayne and, and the uh, the get up as far as the, the leather and everything, I still think it's completely ridiculous. But the rest of the book is basically just Catwoman and the Phantasm actually get in a tussle at the Wayne Manor while Bruce is away. Um, and, you know, it's, it's pretty weird, um, how that kind of just happened. I think more so because of, we see that, uh, Selena is dabbling in with the Joker. So I think somehow, um, Phantasm has found that out and she is willing to kill Joker or kill Selena because she is quote unquote working with him. I think that is one of the big things that is um, going to cause conflict with Bruce eventually. Um, and of course, I think we we all have the subtle idea that Bruce knows. Um, and that's kind of like what he kind of proposed in the last issue. He's like, you know, he, he questioned it and questioned it. And Selena said, no, she lied. Um, I think that's going to come back and bite her kind of. Uh, but this is all supposed to be based off of the uh, the annual number two that Tom King wrote, and everything seemed pretty much okay at the end of that. So, 
there's that. And then also at the very, very end, uh, the issue ended with a conversation between Joker and Selina while she was breaking into a safe. Um, it was very odd. Um, I'm not entirely sure where this is going as far as the relationship between Joker and Selina. So it's it's going to be something to look forward to. Um, but overall, I still enjoyed the book. Uh, I'm still looking forward to seeing what happens. Now, I will say this, and this was something that I was going to bring up with Juice. Just like how in the Snyder Cut, Snyder was able to really flesh out his idea of what he always wanted to do with the Justice League movie. Um, do you? Th- and I will ask you guys, the listeners, do you guys think that Tom King, now that he is away from the main Batman book, and of course on Black Label, is he having more of the idea of fleshing out something that he would have never had the chance to do? And I mean, technically, he he didn't have the chance to do. But this doesn't necessarily feel like it would have been straight after uh, his Bane run. It it just it doesn't it doesn't feel like it would flow that well. So. I want to know if if Juice thinks this is something that was necessarily, hey, this is technically a new story and not the ending of his 100, quote-unquote, 100-issue run on Batman. So just some food for thought. Um, maybe we can uh, ask him that uh, when he gets back uh, onto the show. But with that, guys, thank you so much for listening. Of course, I am Fanboy Clay. He is Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!